Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. It was shocking and hilarious and rather sad. I was in a diner a few days ago and the folks at the table next to me were talking about the people who cheer for, follow, and represent the rival university. Apparently, according to the folks at the diner, people from the rival school, all of them are idiots. They attacked almost everything about them. And honestly, it was like they were their enemies. They probably noticed my look of stupor as I listened to them. And then one of them asked me what the letter I was for on my hat. Well, I said, Iowa. My dad went to the University of Iowa. So you're an Iowa fan, one of the guys said. Yep, I said, and I'm a fan of all the schools. Your school and the ones that you're not so fond of, I cheer for all of them. Well, you may have guessed they look at me like I had three heads and I was no longer a part of their conversation. Isn't it interesting though, that we are so quick to choose sides. It's so easy to say, I am right. I am on the right side and I have every right to critique, characterize, commoditize, and demean the folks on the other side. In sports, entertainment, education, politics, religion, nationalities, preferences, skin color, and more, we live in cultures in which creating enemies is in vogue. Jesus spoke to this dilemma in Matthew chapter five. Here's what he said. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. God causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Don't even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. As Jesus does so often, he does a total reset that makes our souls stand on tiptoe. He plays on words, upsets the apple cart concerning common religious and political worldviews, and calls us to be the best and the highest expressions of ourselves. So what do Jesus' words mean for us today? Here are a few thoughts for folks like us on the journey to an extraordinary life. Keep the goal in the forefront of your soul. Jesus says, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. What a phenomenal goal. What an amazing calling and opportunity. 
we can set our sights every moment of every day to be like God, our Father. Number two, rise above. Rise to the best and the highest expression of what you've been created to be. Number three, wrestle with Jesus' words. Think about the word enemy and think about how and why Jesus is using this word and challenging you to rethink your thoughts and your actions. Number four, pray. Engage in prayer first. Pray for those who appear to be on the other side of the fence. Give them dignity and offer authentic prayers to God for them. Number five, live beyond the barriers. See these enemies as people who are created in the image and likeness of God. They are real people with real stuff going on in their lives. The barriers that separate us are bridgeable in the wonder of transforming grace. Number six, dialogue. Ask, listen, seek first to understand. Speak back what you believe you've heard, clarify, then offer your thoughts, insights, and positions. Then start all over. Attempt dialogue and see what happens. Number seven, thank God. The path out of small-souled dualism is liberating and life-giving. Thank God for the new eyes and the new ears that he is blessing you with. And last, offer shalom. Give the wholeness of peace of the God who is shalom. The extraordinary life is a life of a new soul that is expansive, accepting, and embracing. It looks beyond the barriers and celebrates the differences. It offers grace and acceptance even to those who might consider themselves our enemies. This is God's great adventure for us to craft us into the people that we have been created to be. Accepted people accept people. Graced people grace people. Forgiven people forgive people. And loved people love people. So as you think about rising above in living in love and shalom, a great place to start today can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? God's richest blessings to you today as you strive to live an extraordinary